Hey, this is Goku. Frieza and Cell have the 51 votes they need. I am mighty, and women are not. No abortions for you fucking monkeys! Green deal my ass, Goku. That money's for defense. No new taxes! But don't worry, me and Vegeta aren't out of the fight yet. Kakarot, you clown! The DOJ will never bring criminal charges. Red Channel Condition with Michael. The calculus of, am I ever going to meet this person again? Jonathan. I actually think that's a very healthy way to engage with that. And Peter. When do you just get to sit around and cut the hands off children? Welcome back, listeners, to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. As usual, I'm your host, Peter, and we're broadcasting to you from time and space. And I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Michael and Jonathan. Guys, what's going on? It's our last episode of the season. We made it. We did it again. Season three in the can. How do you feel? Feel good. You know, we, we got the damn thing done. You're excited about that. Yeah, it's finally over. It's finally <laughs> over. <laughs> Hey, I was proud of us this season. We get, we had some good skits. We had some good guests. We had a lot. I think we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun making this season. We had we had a lot of shit going yeah, this on. This was a season of many firsts. So you, yeah, like this was cool. I'm proud of us. We're up to episode seventy. This is seventy five, guys. We've made seventy five of these. Remember, we've produced more content than something like ninety percent of people doing podcasts. Yeah, n- That's what ninety percent of podcasts on I think Anchor or any of those uh, podcast apps. We're more prolific and we're 100% less successful. How about that? <laughs> that's Now that's saying something. <laughs> been a, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. I've, I've moved into my bathroom. The, the, <laughs> the, the food poisoning is powerful. Oh, man, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that you're not feeling yeah, that sucks. What What's going on? Are you puking? Oh, it, you... it's, you know, new holes are developing and new things are coming out daily. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, that sounds rough, buddy. Like, I'm you sorry know, like, about that. It's the first time I left the house, and this is what I get. So, no, that that, <laughs> that just tells me. Stay inside. Don't interact with other people. Mm. And, uh, and and you'll be good. Okay. You can't catch a stomach bug from uh, from Twitch. Yeah, but you got to eat sometime, right? You know, that's where the stomach bug is coming. It's food poisoning, you said. That has nothing to do with human interaction. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta order your own stuff. Uh have it delivered and then cook it again, like throw it, throw it in the <laughs> just, oven for like just 400. to make sure, just to make sure. <laughs> uh, so throw delousing powder on your cheeseburger. <laughs> so suffice it to say, you're not going out to dinner with strangers like you were talking about last week. Oh God, no. See, like that's even the, that's the worst thing. You don't even know how they handle their food, mm. right? Like you know, you you don't know these people. You don't know where they've been. You don't know what they touched. Excuse me. Uh, I'm just going to. Uh, Turn this steak well done, because I don't know if you wash your hands. Oh no 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 no! You're talking about well done steak. Come on, son. Like I, yeah, I, I think I'd rather, I'd rather have the food poisoning. After a, <laughs> after a solid week of this, I'm about to just eat charcoal. <laughs> Not worth it. You know, there's hippie medicine that says that you should straight up eat charcoal, actually, or like activated, you know, like shit like that, right? It it might actually help uh, your your indigestion and what have you. Or you might die faster, so. Roll of the dice. How was your week? Not not bad. It was uh, you know, first week of a new gig, so just uh, getting, you know, getting uh, you know, accustomed to the new setting and new information and stuff like that. Uh, still playing, you know, playing games and watching shows and stuff like that, and uh, reading about, 
you know, all the all the things happening out there in the world. You know, like the you know, I guess like the the twists and turns of of Disney and DeSantis and stuff like that in Florida. Yes, Volva Danger hit us up again, <laughs> asking for our thoughts specifically on this topic. Messages from the ether. Well, she reached out to us and she said, my dear, my dear, dear gentlemen, what do you make of this little gem? And she linked us an article to, uh, it looks like a, is this the Orlando? Yeah, local Orlando newspaper. Yes. Yeah, so local Orlando newspaper, the Orlando Sentinel, DeSantis's Reddy Creek board says Disney stripped its power. How dare they? <laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis's handpicked board overseeing Walt Disney's world government services is geared up for a potential legal battle over a 30-year development agreement they say has effectively rendered them powerless to manage the entertainment giant's future growth in Central Florida. Uh, this just sounds like legal mumbo jumbo to me but what the fuck do i know i mean it kind of is you know just like all things in life it kind of eventually boils down to some kind of legal mumbo jumbo um but the reedy creek improvement district is a special kind of local government entity that was created by the florida legislature for the purpose of economic development in the area of tourism so it's this like 40 square mile track of land that Disney owns the majority of. And because of that. So it's like some sort of Disneyland is what you're <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, they can assign board members and, and, you know, this board oversees basically everything from, from land use, uh, construction permits, wastewater management, sewer uh, services, fire services, uh, you know, basically anything you can think of for modern day living. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, when DeSantis first started his, you know, cracking down on on gays and, 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 and transgendered people and really starting to double down on the culture wars, a lot of people felt like that Bob Chapek, the then CEO, should have said something. You know, Disney World is a major employer um, in Florida. And because of that, they have significant influence. When Disney finally spoke out against it, DeSantis didn't like this. And he turned his anger towards Disney and said, hey, if you guys want to be all woke and liberal or whatnot, then maybe you shouldn't benefit from this special privilege you have of essentially overseeing your own little state <laughs> or right? your own little area of land that you can call the shots on. So he's been working with the Florida legislature to revoke this special privilege for Disney. So DeSantis is going to stack the board with his own operatives <laughs> and cronies so that Disney is going to have to ask essentially DeSantis anytime they want to do something, anytime they want to build a new building or make modifications to existing buildings, you know, to get these permits, they're going to have to, you know, come beg, beg at the king's feet uh, in order to, to do so. You know, basically it'll be a way to kind of get the Disney company and, and hold them in line if they want to have 
control over well probably their their biggest park in the world the mouse did not like that and you know through careful legal maneuverings and uh, really top tier lawyering as one would expect that the Disney Corporation has access to they essentially said no and took all the powers back except for road maintenance everything else kind of nothing's really changed for Disney don't fuck with the mouse I don't know what DeSantis was really thinking but you know maybe he was thinking like if you wanted to uh, expand your Star Wars uh, universe and get a new ride in maybe you have to put in a Disney Mickey Mouse church or something like that <laughs> I'd love to see a Disney church I'd love to see that <laughs> Pastor Goofy, come on. Yeah, yeah. You could pass around the Mickey Mouse hat, the collection plate. I, I think it's a great idea. Who knows? You know, maybe uh, annual book burnings and bannings is just a cost of doing business in uh, in Florida. I guess unless, you know, maybe you take a stand. Yeah. I'm just su I'm surprised they would in the first place because like Disney's not like when I think Disney, it's not like they're the most liberal company in the world. I don't know. I mean, if you kind of want to look at it from a very cynical pr perspective, then it's probably better for profits, right? Is it better to have a corporate image that is welcoming for everyone? Or is it better for profit to have a corporate image that is, you know, rejecting a very, I guess, vocal and you know, fairly sizable um, portion of the population, not including those people actually work inside the company, you know? And let's not forget that gays love Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. I mean, I don't even know what, what you would call a liberal company. You know, like, what does that even mean? Oh, that's a, I guess that's a good yeah. point, yeah. I, you know, the only reason that I say that is because it comes to mind, you know, like you know, Walt Disney himself, you know, was pretty famous for being, uh, let's just say, uh, discriminatory against certain groups of people. Yes. Historically. So. <laughs> the dude's been dead for yes. a while. Also yeah, true. But his legacy lives on. I, I don't know if it does, but it kind of doesn't in, in that way. You know, it's, you know, I, I, you know, why I like this, you know. Uh, it's funny because usually people, you know, I guess in in this uh, particular political ideology, are very much like you, know, you, know, states' rights, and you know, the government has the right to self. I mean, not government. Uh, corporations have right to self determination and stuff like that because you know, cor corporations are people too, right? And so this, you know, I hate the idea of like corporations, you know, doing things, right? Like I don't want that. But this was this is like funny counter trolling. You know, but you know, by uh, a large corporation, right? Disney shouldn't have to do this because, like, frankly, Disney is probably the most powerful employer in the state of Florida, right? So, DeSantis picking a fight with the most powerful employer in the state, you know, that he's the governor <laughs> of, you know, is just bad politics. And so, uh, the this most powerful employer decided to roll up the newspaper and hit him, you know, on the face like a fucking dog. You know, I, I appreciated <laughs> that this is uh, what they did. And I appreciated the the crafty way, you know, the crafty and legal way with which they did so. 
right? Like if you're like into contracts or if you're if you do anything, if you work in any kind of law or anything like that, you probably read this and laughed. Like you must have. This whole thing rests on this um, this nightmare of a topic called the rule against perpetuities. It's like the worst thing on the bar exam. And we're not going to get into it here just because, well, fuck, I don't remember it. But it's it basically comes down to when you have um, a legal instrument like a deed or will, you can't just write down that this deed and this will is forever. Like, I'm going to control this piece of land from the grave. <laughs> so they have to put a time limit. And this time limit really has to be pegged to essentially a life, a lifetime. So what Disney did was they assigned a time limit, but they put it to uh, 21 years after the death of the youngest current descendant of King Charles or until Disney leaves Disney World, right? Um, so that's definitely a set amount of time. The kid is in existence. I think he's like one or two years old. Um, so whatever his life is plus 21 years, DeSantis's board is going to be, you know, have their hands tied. And look at the way Disney went about this. There was no big campaign or anything like that. They just did the work in the background, you know, DeSantis was making his speeches and, you know, all of the Trumpian type ways of doing things and, you know, kind of gloating and showboating and, you know, the mouse is just working quietly, you know. Bitch, real G's like lasagna. <laughs> and, and what's great about that is that, like, unless DeSantis, like, like sends a hit squad... <laughs> And, like kills a two-year-old. <laughs> There's nothing he can do, huh? See, but even even if he sends the hit squad, isn't it like 21 years afterwards? So like he's gonna snipe that two-year-old, and then he still has to wait you 21 years or something <laughs> silly like that. Yes. Right. Yes. Like all these guys are gonna be fucking dead before they're able to do anything. Like it's just like it's so funny to me, like the way that this was worked out. It's 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 pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and plus, you know, like how, how many you know in in twenty two years or I mean, the royals don't know how to die. So like, really, we're talking like a hundred and what a hundred and twenty, a hundred and ten years at least, at least, <laughs> right? Um, but you know how many political changes like Disney has all the time in the universe to actually get whatever was done undone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really can't believe that they thought that you know that you know DeSantis thought that this was. A smart thing to do you know i'm i'm starting to believe that he might not be that guy like there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot of you know scuttlebutt out there that was like oh he might run for president you know, and this this could be like the smart trump or something like that but i don't know like that's a <laughs> that's a pretty stupid move right like if you're 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 <sighs> like you got you got an end around you know, Put on you by the single most important employer in your in your state. Yeah, like this 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 whole thing is giving you know, big you ain't shit energy. Like I'm just <laughs> like it's 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 it was amazing to see this and you know I you know again like I don't like the idea of of big corporations doing things like that you know under normal circumstances. But this was funny enough to you know, to comment on. So you know, shout out to the listener for. He was sending us an email and, you know, 
putting us on for this. This was pretty funny. And you know what? Fuck the Sanders for making me root for Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Get off my land. <laughs> okay. Well, well, yeah, good for Disney. I'm, I'm glad to see that they uh, made fucking Ron DeSantis look like a fucking idiot. Uh, that's always good. But, you know, we, we mentioned we mentioned the T word earlier, like, in the show. And, guys, there's big doings. Big doings in, in the political landscape here in New York City where they have uh, brought an official, what is it, criminal indictment against Donald Trump? Guys, this is big news. Yeah, the, fir- the first time a former American president has been indicted for crimes. Like, I just, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we are living a Wikipedia entry as we speak. You know, like we are we are in the happening bunker there are many people that said that you know nothing was ever going to happen and this is the most happening happening you know right now you know so uh yeah what did you guys make of this what did you what do you think and um is this really the stuff we should be coming after him for um this is again for those of you who i guess don't know i guess the the criminal indictment has to do with the hush money payments um uh, made by i guess uh at donald trump's uh discretion uh through michael cohen for the stormy daniels non-disclosure agreement about their affair or goings on um you know there's a lot of stupid shit and a lot of i i arguably a lot of criminal activity that donald trump has been involved in um but you know this seems like the the almost like the dumbest thing to come after him for not that i'm arguing not that i'm saying that they shouldn't um but do you think this is going to galvanize his base? Do you think this is going to work to his advantage? Do you think there are more indictments to come? What did you guys make of this? Well, you know, there's there's this there's the cynical look and the balls and strikes look, right? The cynical look to me is, you know, like uh like this is like small potatoes because like, you know, who cares about you know, uh you know, something like this, it's going to look bad, you know, to go after, you know, a president or a politician or anyone like this for you know, like sex and hush money, especially when there's like real crimes that he committed and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, But there's the balls and strikes look, which says that, you know, no one is above the law, no matter what the law is. Right. You know, if I, you know, it's not about the, the, the sex, right. Or anything like that. You know, who cares, you know, who Donald Trump did or did not fuck. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, I don't even care that there was money paid. Right. I don't, you know, people, you know, he's, he's apparently got some money, but whatever. Right. I'm not pocket watching. Right. It's about, you know, the, the legality of the money. It's about, you know, was this, you know, is this campaign, right. Is this campaign money? Is this government money? Right. Like that's a crime. Like when you commit a crime, you know, you should be put in trial, you know, to just, you know, to have, uh, you know, whether you're innocent or guilty, you know, amongst your peers, that's what, you know, the legal system does. That's how it works in America. You know, Donald Trump is no different than, you know, you or me or, you know, anyone else, you know, in theory. Right. So, you know, if we want things to operate the way that they're supposed to, if we're if we want things to operate like a, a nation of rules and laws should, then this is exactly what should happen, no matter how much, you know, the, the crime is a, a, quote, small crime. Right. Especially and obviously, you know, we know that, you know, there you know, if there's other things that he did, this is a good way to start the, 
to to kick the floodgates open, so to speak, and start right. you know, get the ball right. rolling, start accumulating. Right. You know, this guy's got a pattern of behavior right. of criminal activity. You know, so it's got it's got to start from somewhere. So if it's if it starts from him, you know, uh, downloading pirated videos on his Amazon Fire Stick, then you know, so be it, right? Like Trump downloaded some ROMs, and we have to sue him. Cool, I'm I'm with it. You know, let's let's hash it out in court and see what happens. I don't I don't I don't think this in itself is a big one. Um, Georgia has a Georgia's you know election tampering is is much more uh, important uh, in my eyes. But you know, if this kind of sets the precedent that hey, you know, you can actually go ahead and and indict them for for crimes, then you know, hopefully, it gets the ball rolling on on some of these other things that he may be guilty of. Now, <clears throat> would that actually uh, disqualify him from running, or no? No. If he was like ever convicted or anything like that. No, I think he could still run for president, like even if he was like literally in jail. In yeah. jail, yeah. Yeah, which again, <laughs> amazing. You know, what what a country. This is America, right? Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, it's it's ridiculous that that's possible, but hey, you know. It's uh, it's again like we're a nation of rules and laws, right? So we have to follow the rules and laws, no matter how silly we think they are, right? So oh, see, see, now you've done mm-hmm. it, John. Now you've making me break out my salt pentagon. <laughs> wow! Because because I need this to happen. I need Trump to be president of the United States. From cell block D. <laughs> I would love that. But hey, that's so American. Everybody gets a fair chance. You know, you could do anything in this country, even if you're uh, sitting in jail. Yeah. That's how American is that story? Yeah, I'm going to go on the record, you know, on this podcast and state that I do not want that. Like, I'm good. Hold hold my hold hold my hand, guys. Let, <laughs> let's, let's fuse our energies and make this happen. We're forming the Pentagon again. We're, we're forming the Pentagram again. Yeah, like it was, you know, I'm I'm good on that. You know, I'm I'm happy to be free of that chaos. Uh, I would love for it to not continue. But, you know, we still have some time. On, we still have some more time on the ride because he's going to run, you know, unless he's dead. Right. You know, so. At, at least there's gonna at least there's gonna be plenty of of enjoyable chaos as as we observe observe that. I just want the switchboard at the White House to go. I'm sorry, President Xi. <laughs> the president is unavailable because he is currently in the shoe. <laughs> like that's all. That's all. Oh my god. He, he's in solitary for another two days. Call back then. <laughs> Making fucking uh, toilet wine? Jail <laughs> <laughs> Trump making toilet wine. <laughs> oh, I want to see that Shawshank Redemption interpretation of Donald Trump. That'd be so good. <laughs> oh my god. Trump crawled to freedom through 500 yards of shit smelling foulness. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Yeah, like on, I really like I think that's the thing that I'm looking for like I kind of want the perp walk like I want like the photos in like the orange jumpsuit or some shit like that I know I'm not going to get those but I really really want them there's like a lot of like AI pictures of this out on the internet and memes and shit <laughs> but like like the real the real picture of that would probably be one of the more valuable pictures ever taken like I kind of want to see that like, could could you imagine how valuable that shot of the star of Home Alone Two would be? Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> History in the making, folks. I didn't think it. I honestly wasn't sure it was ever going to happen, but uh, 
Glad to see he's being held accountable. And I hope it's just the first of uh, more charges, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, you know, whatever whatever happens, you know, it's it's good to know that, you know, you don't, you know, you don't just, ca- you have to try, right? Like, you have to try to get away. Like, you can't just exist and then, you know, nothing happens, right? You know, I'm sure that this is going to take a long time to resolve itself. Like, there's no way that this is going to be a, you know, well, you know, you're going to jail like next month or something like that, you know. So, but what whatever happens, it's good that there's accountability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean that that's really all we've been asking for, right? All, all this time, just right. a little bit of accountability. So, how does this work, though? Like, so you know, like let's say I got arrested or whatever, or you know, charges were filed on me. Don't I go to like a holding cell until my trial? That's not going to happen for him, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, like, like you know, we we do like to say that the law is blah 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 blah, and yeah. everyone is the same. But no, when, when you are the president, you are afforded certain luxuries. Like, nice. you you don't have to do the perp walk. You you probably don't have mugshots. You know, you're not going to go to a holding cell. You know, things like that. And, and plus, like, he's he's still going to get secret service everywhere. Do I think he's going to spend a day in a jail cell? Probably not. No. I, w- I want to. I want to think positive things. I really. I want him to spend, you know, twenty four hours in the slammer. Like I really, really want it. <laughs> it's like Trump mm. at Rikers. Mm. Mm. Like I want Trump. <laughs> like God damn it, I'm fucking veiny. Like, <laughs> like I want to see him like join the Crips or something like that for protection. Like, could you imagine? Oh my god! I almost like, about <laughs> like Trump one. getting tattoos on his eyes and shit like that. Thug life. <laughs> uh, Mookie Slicer, watch out! <laughs> I need I need Trump's gang in jail, joining the white supremacists. But that would one hundred percent be what he joined too. Yeah, of course, like, absolutely, of course. Yeah, I I I want I want to see that. I want I want the whole rigmarole, right? If we're gonna have if we're gonna have chaos, like if we're gonna wish for chaos, can we wish for that one? No, I, I mean, I, I would be totally down okay. to have that, you know, and then like the Secret Service is basically his prison enforcers. Like, <laughs> why, why not? In, in that case, though, he, he'd be like jump chambers, like right from from cradle to the grave. Like he'd just be he'd be running. The wow. The, the, you talk about the movie of DMX? Yeah. Oh, Gene McBride? Damn. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, the, oh I, that's a deep one. Yeah, you were digging in the crates for that one. Okay. <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah. Like. As far as like whether or not this would be, I guess, uh, if this will galvanize the you know his base or whatever, like sure, of course it would. Like I think that like yeah, like anything that like anything that Trump does ever makes them you know is secretly good for Trump according to fans of Trump, right? Fans of Trump or fans of chaos or fans of the Republican Party are like mm-hmm. it's good for Trump, like no matter what. I think some like. There's there's people out on Twitter that you know, were saying you know, and like pundits that were saying that this will actually win him the black vote because Trump is a real OG. Literally, because Trump is a real OG. Like this was actually you know a clip on Fox News because again you know there is you know there's no bottom for for political discourse in America, right? He is the Michael Jordan of failing yes. up. I mean, I love this guy. So. He's amazing. So, like, yeah, like it's it's def it's definitely it's definitely good for Trump if you love Trump, I guess. I've been to the slammer, did some <laughs> yeah, <right time. laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like I don't I don't see this being something that would make I guess again reality based uh, people 
you know, more likely to uh, support him. I don't think that, that that will work that way, especially since now he is a known quantity. You know, in 2016, he was supposedly not a known quantity. So, yeah. You know. I mean, if you look at the... Um protests that came out already they're they're pretty they're they're, they're pretty half-hearted are mid like, like people you know yeah, it's not it's not yeah, a good I look mean, they, they you know they're at, at the moment people think that it's a honeypot you know if you go protest in the name of trump like you probably get arrested and frankly that's probably exactly right you know like because you know it's gonna be it would be the crazy people with like you know, 68 ghost guns and stuff like that that would be showing up at these things not again as i keep saying not reality-based individuals you know, like it's it's the it would be the weirdos and stuff like that that would go to you know weird that would go to weirdo conventions in general that would show up to these things like you know the the Q shaman and stuff like that that's who's coming to this you know <laughs> regular people aren't trying to do that when Trump sends protesters he's not sending the best of <laughs> yes writers. you did bring up a, a point uh, Peter there is a not insignificant part of me that can't help but 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 wonder in awe and and almost appreciate how he went from where he was to where he was especially considering who he is it's amazing it's kind of funny if it weren't so terrifying right yeah i mean i'm like i'm almost impressed with his ability yeah. to do almost anything anything poorly anything you know it, whether it's filled with hatred, like, or, you know, or, or terrible rhetoric, terrible language, terrible behavior. And they, they love him for it. They love him. He could, man could punch a fucking baby in the face and, you know, light a, <laughs> a homeless woman on fire on stage and they would love him for it. Honestly, it's a, I, you know, honestly, it just makes me, you know, like it makes me jealous because like, you know, I wish I I wish I could attract the the level of money and I guess attention required to fail upwards. You know, to that degree, right? Like if you're, like if you don't have you know any you know shame and you're willing to do per se or whatever anything and you have like the kind of, I guess ability to attract people to to the car crash. Like you could you'll get anywhere. You could even yeah you right, could do you could even be president. Got, there's, there's no right, limit. You could even be president. I mean, he literally won the right. game, right? Like, you, you become the president of the United States. Like, I don't think there's a there's a higher higher level than that in terms of actual accomplishments in life, right? No, that's it. Like, that's <laughs> you are the leader of the free world based on you know, grifting and racism. Like, that's you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like you win. Time to pour one out for the goat. And like that's not even all he did. You know, the guy's like the leader of, you know, he's been he's been a, a, a rich guy, he's been a CEO, he's been a celebrity, he's been president. I mean, this guy's done it all. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. being an asshole. It's amazing. It, it's kind of like when you just cheat your way through a game. He's yeah, I think he's got the game genie for life. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but we're we're very eager to see how this turns out. And you know, that's a little spark of of happiness for those who ever wanted to see you know, justice done. But um, on a, on a, on a semi sadder note, you know, unfortunately guys, it looks like one of our, one of our, I guess, tried and true favorite events of, of the year for video games got canceled. E3. There's no E3 this year, guys. Yeah. You know, and that, that's, 
Yeah. Sorry, like that. That for me, that's no. one of those uh, pouring. I'm pouring one out for the goat. Like that's actually the goat. <laughs> right. Like fuck Trump, but like you, know, sh- you know, shout out to E3. Damn. Like you know, for those of you who don't know, E3 is a, a huge, you know, video game kind of. All the video game companies would unveil their new and upcoming titles, and maybe we'd get a chance to play some demos and and see what's on the horizon for the new year. But not this year, guys. Yeah, like you know, it, you know, E three stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo, and like for many many decades, like it was or it was the thing you know that people would gather at you know, you know to find out the you know what's hot in technology and games and you know, new systems and everybody would show up and it would be a good place to network if you were in like game journalism, you know, if you were a content creator and like generally speaking, like if you were like just a big fan of, of games and stuff like that, it was the place to hang out with like-minded people. And even outside of, you know, the, the physical convention aspect of it, right? Like, you know, people all over the world would be getting together, you know, online and stuff like that. And like, these were like the three days you know, four days or whatever that everyone was looking at and talking about, you know, games, right? And, you know, the pandemic did a number on this. I mean, frankly, first the internet did a number on this, right? Because many companies started doing their own uh, events, in, you know, aside from E3 and just uh, hosting them on their own and streaming them online. And then, you know, after that, the pandemic did a number on it because you can't really gather and stuff like that when there's a deadly virus going around. Right. And now, you know, they're trying to get it back together in this in a different way. You know, maybe instead of having like big manufacturers, you have uh, smaller publishing companies, but they all pulled out. So, you know, that's it. You know, E3 is done. You know, it's Christmas is canceled. It's it's the it's the end of an era. You know, at least for me, you know, when I was, you know, many moons ago, I used to want to be like a game journalist. And it was like. You know, it was a big dream of mine to go to E3, and I remember like actually getting an E3 like pass, like a card, be- you know, which signified that I was a real journalist, right? And like that, that must. Oh, it was cool, super man. cool. It was a that big, it was a, it was a awesome. big deal for me, right? I didn't get to actually attend, but ha- getting the card and knowing that I could, you know, ma- you know, I made it, right? Yeah, and for sure, you know, like now, you know, for that to be gone, you know, it's it's. It makes me sad. Like, I remember, you know, even back in the day, you know, like G4 used to, you know, the TV channel, which also died, right? You know, they used to, you know, air E3 like the Super Bowl, right? Like, that was like, that was Super Bowl coverage for me. Like, you know, you know a random summer, a random week in June, you know, watching this shit on TV, you know, talking about this stuff on the internet with probably you guys and, you know, you know my other friends and stuff like that, other journalists, like... Man, like I'm, I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, truly the end of an era. This isn't one of the things that millennials killed, or or is it? I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, we killed everything. Like we probably, we probably killed this too. <laughs> you know, too much, too much internet, too much social media, so we got rid of this. You know. Yeah, that that was the thing, right? Like all of these companies, like Nintendo and Sony and Ubisoft, like they just realized it's cheaper to release a trailer on YouTube, um, tweet out a message, you know, than to you know pay for a convention booth. Just it just makes me sad. It just makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad too. I mean, I 
I guess there's still things for us nerds like Magfest, though, right? Yeah, like we still, yeah, th- yeah, <laughs> still plenty of cons, right? There, you know, there's right. still plenty of things to, uh, to go to go to and you know gather to to dork it up. But like, it just, you know, it makes me wonder what the future of conventions in general is going to be, right? Since you know, it seems that you know companies and stuff like that are kind of deciding that it's easier to to seize the means of hype on their own, right? You know, instead of relying on like some big convention or something like that, you can just send out a random tweet and you know, like link a video or something like that. You know, and that's all you need, right? To get the to get the the people chattering, right? So why why gather together in some big place when you can have the whole internet talking? You know. Well, I'm I'm surprised, like, because you know there are tons of indie publishers or smaller publishers that you know maybe don't have the reach of nintendo or sony did e3 just like shut them out or there are not enough of them to really make a convention or you know uh, were they unwilling to work on the price for space at the convention you know like what i wonder what went on behind the scenes where like did e3 just go um it's better to have no money than less money like it, I guess it's you know it might not be worth it or something like that, because like I'm sure if we can get um, hype for you know it, smaller publishers, like an E3 could still you know serve a purpose. I would think so. I mean, I I would I would love to see. It. Maybe it's just like the pendulum will swing back. You know, because I remember when I was a kid, like conventions were you know, they existed, but they they weren't like these big mega fucking jillions of people, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, we'll take a break from it because, you know, a lot of stuff is going online and they can disseminate a lot of their, you know, programming or, 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 or message and trailers and stuff online. But I think there's going to come a point where people who are, who are fans of this shit are just going to want to come together and might organize that kind of shit on their own, you know, and say, fuck the companies. We're just going to like, you know, like the, like the Magfest people, like, I don't know. I, I hope that that's what ends up happening because I feel like you know nothing can replace you know you know th- nothing can generate hype more than like a lot of people all together being hyped about the same thing like it's not the same you know just uh, talking on the internet like I still remember E three twenty fifteen like I still remember you know like you know you get Final Fantasy seven uh, remake which was and like you you blow up like a whole convention center with that like there's like 20 30,000 people going oh shit and then like you drop like right. Shenmue 3 and like you know again 20,000 people going oh shit like Doom came back like I still like these things live rent free in my head because I remember you know what it was like to be looking at this right so I hope that people you know, decide like yeah let's get together and be excited about things at the same time I actually think that's a good thing right because you know, a lot of things you know, involving like like fandom of stuff in general, like feel like there's a lot of you know cynicism and just you know people hating on shit because you know again you know people hating on shit is what gets the people talking too, especially in the the algorithmic you know internet days, right? We're in the universe, right. yeah. So like <clears throat> you know, it's it's much easier to get that engagement. You know, being mad that like something didn't live up to some imaginary standard or something like that. So I feel like being together kind of frees you from thinking you know, being in your own head and like that imaginary standard, and you get to be like, oh fuck, about that thing live without any you know expectations. 
that way. Well, that's not the only uh, convention news that had us kind of sad or irked this week, guys. It turns out, you know, there's other kinds of conventions out there. And this one in particular that John found really has us feeling kind of old. Dude, it's called 90s Con. Is it, that's that's what we're, is that really what yes, we're doing? That is 90s that is Con. What we're doing. It's a convention about the 90s. Yeah, and it's for children of the 90s to come and show up and dress up like their favorite 90s characters. And yeah, uh, you, this one hurt, John. This one this one seems a little too powerful for me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this was in the New York Times and you know, apparently it's the second annual 90s Con. So, you know, Oh yeah, Jesus so Christ. This this has been a thing. You know, 90s nostalgia is a thing and you know, even more so these days. And you know, so you know, people decided, fuck it, let's make a convention about it and gather together. Right? And you know, people yeah. have been showing up dressed as their favorite characters from things like Rugrats and you know, like you know, Sync and you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and all that shit. You know, and just I can't believe she's forty six years old. Time time I, is time is a motherfucker, man. Time is a motherfucker. Time is a motherfucker. So yeah, like you know, this this article, you know, uh and I guess the 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 underlying banner of it, what well, it was like at the second annual nineties con, aging millennials traveled from across the US. Oh. Like yeah. Gosh, it's like that, that sentence sent- punched me yeah, in the gut. Like that that hurt. That was too real. Um and all these people getting together to to navel gaze and you know, dip you know, dip dive deep into things that they remember from back in the good old nineties. And this one kind of like this one is extra painful. This one is like annoying to me, right? Like I don't want there to be like conventions that do that, right? Like I respect conventions about stuff, right? Like here is like a, a game convention or you know a convention about you know Star Trek or anime or some kind of niche, right? But I feel like you know being born at it, you know, or being like a child at a certain time is not like a niche, right? It's just wow. John is gatekeeping convention. No, like no, like <laughs> if you make a convention, fine. Like you, y- y'all have the right to make the convention. I have the right to shit on you for it. Like that's that's what we doing. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm doing right now. Like I think you know, like wow. It's sad when we live. You know, where nowadays, like it's more respectable to go to the Star Trek convention than it is like the '90s. You know, that's that's actually how I feel. Like I. You know, I'd rather see a bunch of sweaty nerds at the anime convention than a bunch of sweaty nerds at the Remember the '90s. Like, yeah, like right. I, I do, yeah. I remember the '90s too. It's called I could go on YouTube and watch like a TV commercial or something like that, and be I get my dose, and then that's it. Instead, I'm seeing like you know a grown man in a diaper. You know what I'm saying? On this fucking <laughs> picture, you like dressed like Tommy Pickles, and like I feel ways, I feel ways about this. I feel attacked. You know, I feel personally attacked by yes. this. It was yeah, that's too to view these the, to view that. Yeah, that's too, that's too strong. <laughs> like we're doing too much. Like I want people to you know again. Nostalgia is good. Like it's always good to it's good to look back at stuff that you enjoyed. It's good to have those memories, relive those good times, right? You know, because those those are the things that we carry, right? But like that might be doing too much. Like you might be going too hard if you if you do that. No, I love it. I I love the '90s convention, um, the idea of it. Like, I mean, you know, you guys know as fashion forward as I am, <laughs> I can pro- I can probably still find find a uh, 
find a pair of jeans and and shirt that can make me look like Seinfeld, right? Wow. I actually love this this idea of like basically just celebrating that entire span of of, of time, like those formative years of of childhood. I don't even know how I would process the the emotions of of walking to a walking through into a '90s convention and and seeing like the TGIF lineup. Can you? Imagine actually hanging out with Mr. Cooper um, <laughs> now that he he's like 60. Yeah, this means we're only 10 years away from the 2000s con. No, what would, what would be at the 2000s con? I guess it would be, it would be Y2K con? The 2000s con. We're still in the 2000s. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, we'll go to, I'll, I'm going to dre- wanna... dress as Y2K. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. I'm gonna dress as the housing. Crowd. Wow, <laughs> dude! Uh, Mike could dress as Kazaa or something like that. Morpheus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or you could, or you could, be, yeah, or you could be somebody's top eight in MySpace. <laughs> Fuck this! This whole oh, sequence is about yeah. to make me commit suicide. I've already lived too. I've already lived too long. Fuck it. <laughs> Show's over. Right, it was 23 years ago at this point. I think 2000s nostalgia is is a thing at the moment, right? Like people into digital cameras and you know, like the the cut of you know the cut of pants and stuff like that is wider depending on you know what scene or subculture you're in, and you know there there's a lot of like retro goods that are targeting the 2000s. Like, hey, you know, let's do it. There's nothing wrong with nostalgia; it's just too much, right? In those memories, like I can always be you know like 14 years old, right? Like we're like in those memories, like we're always back in high school, right? We're always in eighth grade right. and ninth. But grade. when you actually put on like, the diaper, <laughs> yeah, like you, you, you've got like you've gone too far. You've gone too far. You're doing too much. I can't go with you there. <sighs> it's like that. Uh, what was that movie? Field of Dreams. <laughs> they can't step over the. <laughs> can't go with yeah. you, man. Time is a harsh mistress. Hey, I think we're going to give our audience and our fans a little bit of time to miss us and feel nostalgic because uh, I think that's all the time we have for, for this for this season of Red Channel Condition, guys. But we get really ready want... for the Red Channel Condition Convention. Yeah, get ready for the Red Channel Condition Convention. <laughs> My God, could you imagine the three people that would actually show up? Yeah, it's us. No. It, we are the it's three people that would, that would attend we'd be, that fucking That's it. Con. It would just be us. Which is oh, this convention is going to take place at an Applebee's. Like, <laughs> we would take turns sitting at our own booth and then getting up to ask ourselves questions <laughs> and to ask for our own autographs. Mike, when you were an AI, how did that make you feel? Oh, yes. Well, hey, we, we really do want to thank all the fans, all the people who listened, all the people who sent emails, all the people who were guests. Uh, thank you so much. We had a great time this season. Looking forward to giving you some more content but we're you know we need so we need a break guys yeah but uh thank we love you love you guys thanks for listening you're like thanks for pushing us to keep going and be together and produce something you're bigger than uh what we could make our own on our own that's that's very nicely said wow until next season guys red channel condition signing off take it easy thank you and have a good one Hey guys, I never saw this button before. What does it do?